0: to God amen God is good and he he is who the Bible says he is and that Bible says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just and uh, great men of God have been talking for years the wealth it says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just that there's a end time harvest coming in that needs to be financed so that wealth is going to be transferred to believers who have a heart to support the gospel. And again, we're not trying to get something to you. I've been given a long, long time, and uh, uh, there, were, there were some skinny, skinny, skinny uh, years, but I'm still here. Amen. And I never, uh, you know, and some, some of that's mistakes I made. You know, God can redeem me out of your mistakes. Praise God if you'll trust him. So we're not trying to get something to you. You can't buy the blessings of God. You just can't. But just like our salvation by grace through faith, are you saved? You know, getting born again puts you at the place where you can enter into the kingdom and all that pertains to it. And uh, so we don't just stop with getting our names written down in heaven and you know, so the preacher can say when we die or when we die they can put it in our obituary. Well, they were a member of such and such a church. No, we enter in the kingdom. Yes. Amen. The, the Bible says in Ephesians, you know, living the good life, which it's preordained for us to live, right. the good life. Yes. Amen. Being saved and sold out and on fire for God is the good life. It's not a life of misery and, oh, gloomy, doomy. I remember one preacher, he said, I got such a heavy burden for the lost. I got such a heavy. Jesus said, take your yoke upon me. My burden is light and my yoke is easy. He didn't get that from from the Word of God. He got it from some religious person. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thinking that's going to impress. And it'll it'll impress religious people that don't know anything. Amen. Alan was talking this morning about how you know some people think if they're not so and and you know that they're not preaching. Praise the Lord. Amen. But you can preach without doing that. Yeah. You know it, it's it's got some of Jesus's sermons word for word and some of Peter's and it didn't say. You know, anything like that, praise God. That is just the tradition of men. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. I did, I did that for a while. I'd go out in that graveyard behind De LaValle on my lunch hour, and I'd preach to them gravestones. And I heard myself preaching, and the Spirit of God would come on me. I mean, it, it, the Spirit of God was on me, and I had an utterance, praise God. And I'd, I, 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 I'd let her fly out there, praise God. Glory to God, I'm so, I'm so hungry for God. That I didn't care about anything else. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But, uh, uh, you know, and everybody's got to do their own thing. We, we got too much of people trying to be what somebody else is. Yeah. And I did that when I was young. If I saw somebody having success, then I said, well, I probably need to do what they're doing. Amen. And, and you know, I realized later on God called me and I realized that his word is the authority. And that if I, if I answer to his word, I'm going to be all right. And if somebody doesn't like me or somebody doesn't like the way I do it, that'll be all right. I'm going to stand in front of him. Amen. Amen. So uh, we appreciate everybody's support helping us. We, you know, visit our website if you haven't, kywordoflife.com. It's revamped. We're still you know, getting it all up, but we have that give online. That's safe and secure. The text online, uh, you got to set up and put your bank account in there for it to work the first time. Once you get it set up, you just put the amount. I just watched Misty do it. You just put the amount. Amen. Send it, and then you get a receipt that says you got it. So uh, once you get it set up, and, and uh, uh, it, it's, it's, it's technology. How much, is, how much have things changed the last 20 years? A lot. You think they're not going to change the next twenty years if God Terry's is coming? You know, you, 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 you. My phone company. I I wanted to hold on to my flip phone. You know, I, <laughs> I like my little old flip phone. I knew how it worked. I could see the buttons and everything. You know, I knew how it worked, and I liked my little old flip phone. But I, uh, my plan. You know, was, you can't do that anymore. We we can't give you one of them you know you got to almost got to have a smartphone because you're paying the smartphone price well I might as well you know then I can put some pictures on it or something you know and uh, I, I tell you I got bibles on my phone I can check my email on my phone you know you can do anything you want to do on your phone I buy stuff on my phone amen we got we got in uh Virginia and Dylan said dad we got to order the baseball hats we got to order the baseball hats and uh he said I got it I said well you know we'll do it on my He said, "Drive pad's too slow. He pulled it up on the phone, got it up on the phone, said, Dad, here we go. And I said, all right, go ahead and do it. And he, while I was driving, he punched all the numbers in, and our hats are on the way. Amen. So you know, technology is an amazing thing, and the website's an amazing thing. When you're witnessing every week like I know you do because you're so full of the glory of God when you leave this place. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wasn't, wasn't Sunday good? Yes. Wasn't Amen. Sunday Wonderful. You leave this place, you're so excited, somebody's asking you, what's going on in your life? And you say, it's Jesus, praise God, hallelujah, the, you know, and it just radiates from you. You just glow in the dark. You, you know what? You might as well get ready and accept it because that's what I'm praying for you. Yes. Yes. You, might as well, you might as well get in on it. Yes. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. And then you say, what kind of church is that? Well, here's our website, and there's some of my pastor's messages on there. Mm-hmm. And you can learn a little bit about us. Amen. and Because a lot of people, just put yourself in their shoes. You've never been to church much or you're backslid. You're not going to church much. And you're wondering what in the world goes on in there. Right. You know, and, 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 and so you can kind of give them a little clue and kind of clue them in. Amen. And So I'll wait in the parking lot with you and I'll walk in with you. Any Whatever you feel like you need to do, buy them a steak. I'll buy you a steak at the Black Stallion if you'll come to church with me. You know the Lord will bless that. Yes. The Lord will bless that seed. Hallelujah, if you've got a relative that's close to being saved, amen. Whatever it takes, mamas, use your mamahood, yeah. amen. Somebody posted on Facebook, and it's true, but I mean, I know a lot of moms still want a KitchenAid, you know, a kitchen aid, uh, you know a super ninja, uh, whatever. But when, when your children ask you what you want, and you got everything, you tell them, I want you to sit next to me in yes. church on Sunday. Yeah. Amen, play that card. You, you brought them into this world. They would not be here. Amen. Amen. They would not be here if it were not for you. Amen. And, 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 you know, don't get upset if they don't and everything, but just kind of expect it. Yes. You know, have confidence in it. Don't think, well, you know, if they ever came, the roof would fall. And don't, don't, don't think that way. Think, praise God, my children are going to be saved. They're not going to just barely be saved. They're going to be on fire for yes. God. Amen. And they're going to worship God with me and push me. Amen, to serve God and love God. We can do that. Amen, but I'm excited about all that. and uh, uh, We're going somewhere. Things yes. are happening. Yes. The Spirit of God is moving. Yes. Amen. God is faithful. Yes. Amen. And, and the plans and purposes of God cannot be stopped. Amen. And uh, we love and appreciate all that you do so much. I like that website. You can join with me in your faith and pray some wealthy person's Going to see that. Now, I'm believing God for some of y'all to become millionaires so, so you can be blessed. But some wealthy person could come along there and see that donation and just the Spirit of God speak to them. Want not you do something? Amen. And pay this building off and then some. We ain't going to put no limits on it. Amen. And make a donation. Dr. Jacobs had a need because the construction, you know, when you start building something, everything costs more than you thought it would. And they got uh, they got a deficit, and he had a bill. He paid every bill on time, uh, always. And he had a bill come due from the drywall people that installed and finished the drywall, and he didn't have the money. And it was supposed to be paid in such and such a days. He called them up, and he said, "Sir, I'm so sorry. This is the first time I ever had to do this." He said, "I can't pay that amount uh, this week when it's due." He said. But if you'll give me 90 days, I promise you, I will pay you. And the owner of that business said, the, the secretary hooked him up to the owner and said, we've never had a church call and do anything like that. They just don't pay for a while. You know, and he said, I'm, I, you know, that got my attention. You must be a good church. And he said, you got 90 days. And he went to prayer. He went to believe in God. It was like a $30,000 bill. You know, y'all write your bill, $200, 175, you know. Uh, you write your little old bills, and you know, but you, where do you get one for thirty thousand? Yeah. Plus, you got a payroll about five people full time. Mm-hmm. Amen. Faith, faith. You see, some people need faith. Yes. <laughs> some of y'all, some of y'all may not think you do because you got, you know, you got a fixed income and whatever. But you, you can use your faith. Right. You can use your faith anyway. Somebody after church had stuck an envelope in the door. And it was, what was it? 42,000. 42,000 and some odd dollars. And he was really neat, really believing for 50 some. And anyway, the guy came back the next week, I think, and gave 12,000 more in the service. Because the guy that gave the money, he told Pastor Michael, he said, I got another bonus. And that's what the 12,500 was. How about How's that for a bonus? That's the tithe of a bonus, so you know what his bonus was. Yeah. Amen. There's money out there. That, that we, we don't see a lot of it in South Central Kentucky, but there's money out there. Yeah. You know, you get out on the road outside of the county, and you get vehicles past you that uh, cost more than my net worth. You know, house, home, vehicles, church, everything. Amen. Hallelujah, <laughs> they're out there. Well, I saw Maserati the other day. Praise God. Hallelujah. I mean, you know, you could tell when it was coming, it wasn't a regular, it wasn't no Ford. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. What did, uh, 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 what did Bryce Harper just sign a contract? How much? 330 million. 330 million. There's money out there. There's money out there, praise God. Hallelujah. And the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, so I'm going to be in faith. And I want you to be too. And that's why we teach. We're not trying to get something from you. I want you when you give to give in faith. So you'll be blessed. Well, we have children's ministry for ages six months up to the sixth grade. If you're in that age group or if you're a teacher, you can be dismissed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I got some things on my heart. Glory to God. We had a great time in Virginia. We went for the East Coast Nationals uh, of homeschool basketball teams. Somebody said, well, them little old homeschoolers, they ain't much. I wish you could have seen it. Amen. See, you know, I told Misty and I told the boys, the closer you get to the East Coast, there's more people. Mm -hmm. Because when they got off the arc or the, I mean, the, Nina, the Pinta, the Nina, and the Santa Maria, Santa Maria you know, some of, them, some, of them, some of them went all the way to California, you know, in Oregon. Went to Oregon Trail. I watched the Western Channel. I know. But some of them didn't go very far. And they just raised their families there. So, you know, North Carolina, Virginia, they're, they're more populated than Kentucky. Their wilderness just like Kentucky. There's mountains. We went up mountains, down mountains. Uh, but, I mean, there was teams there. Uh, and, and some of these homeschool groups have football teams, tackle football teams. Some of them, a lot of them, have baseball teams. We we saw one guy, and I got to talking to the coach. Son, we had a player I was so impressed with him, and and uh, you know I told Dylan I said that's what you can be in a couple years if you keep working hard. And this kid, I mean, he he was six five, and he could fly, and I mean he could dribble between his legs behind his back, shoot threes, dunk. And, I mean, he was just an amazing athlete. Well, we got to research a little bit, found out his older brother is pitching at Georgia Southern, Division I. Amen. And he's going to go, he, he's a shortstop on their baseball team and pitcher. So, uh, you know, there's some athletes there. And uh, there was teams from Texas, from Iowa, from Maryland, from Florida, from Georgia. That, team, that kid was from Savannah, Georgia. Homeschool is big because people are realizing, amen, you know, I don't want somebody telling my kids that they come from a monkey. And I don't want somebody to tell my kids that homosexuality is an alternate, it's a choice. And you need to be free to make that choice. You don't need your parents influencing you, that old religious legalism. Don't let your parents uh, influence you. No, the Bible is, is was, always will be. And that's what we go by. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we're going to honor the Lord. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord and honor his word. So, you know, and thank God for public schools. They've got teachers like Andrew yes. that are trying to make a difference. Yes. We're not anti-public yes. school. Amen. But these people, there's a whole 30-some varsity basketball teams from all over the country. And little OCCHE from Somerset, Kentucky, we wound up in sixth place of them all. That's the Nationals. Sixth place. First time we ever went. Now we know what's happening. Now we'll go back and we'll be better next year. Hallelujah. Praise God. So it's quite an experience. Uh, But it's good to be home. Hallelujah. And good to be in the house of the Lord. No place I'd rather be. And I want fire. I want fire. The, 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 The main ingredient for getting fire. It's wanting fire. Yes. He ain't going to chase you down and sh- shoot flaming arrows at you. Right. you got to stop and be still and say, Lord, here I am. Here I am. If you can do anything, here I am. I surrender. The most powerful, the most powerful position a Christian can have is, Lord, I surrender. Because see, then he can do something. Because sometimes we got too much of us yes. and not enough of him. that the more you surrender to him, the more his grace can come and abide. You know, the king of glory is standing at the door, and we've got to open up wide our gates and let the king of glory come in and help us, and you will do great things. He needs yielded vessels. Amen. He needs yielded vessels. Praise God, and he'll, he'll produce all the rest. He'll do the rest. But I want you to turn your Bibles with me to uh, 1 John. 1 John chapter 5. I heard a song. Uh, well, not it wasn't a song. It was a little preacher I liked, and uh, he had an album. He was really he, he boy. He played guitar and he rocked and rolled. And they were in one of them shouting churches. I mean, not play with the churches, but I mean they got in the Holy Ghost and gander necked and shouted till they fell out. And it was, it was, and and I I liked him. I bore witness with him. He had an album called Blood, Fire, and Water. So I got to looking in the Word. And then I later on, I wrote a song called Blood, Fire, and Water. That's a pretty rocking song, in my opinion. Hallelujah. Praise God. One of these days, I'm uh, going to produce a CD. Amen. With my oldies. Praise God. Hallelujah. Misty hooked me up on, what is that? Spotify. Spotify. And I found all the Christian rock. I'm listening to stuff, and it's, it's rocking. And I'm, these boys are thinking, you know, I, I said, listen, that was 10 years, 15 years before y'all was even born. And now they got all this rapping, you know, and think that, that's, think that that's music. Amen. Hallelujah. So, but anyway, it's edifying. It's edifying. Because what you listen to gets in your head, or it does me. And I'd rather be saying something about, uh, I will fear no evil for my Lord. You are with me when darkness comes in like a flood, he'll raise up a standard against it. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you know, it'll minister to you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Uh, Verse 4, blood, fire, and water. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is who, he who came by water and blood. Jesus Christ, not only by water but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that bears witness, because the Spirit is truth. And there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness on the earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree as one. So on the earth we have the spirit and the blood and the water. Well, blood, we know the blood but we don't don't understand the blood. Most Christians don't. (laughs) Glory to God. Thank God for a mama who will take their children to church and encourage and point them in the right direction. But we've got We've got Christians that are kind of like we are with politics. Well, Grandma was a Democrat, and, and uh, uh, Mama was a Democrat, and, and so we're Democrat. Well, do you believe in killing babies? Well, no. Well, why are you Democrats? Well, we've always been Democrats. Amen? Do you believe in this, that, or no? No, not really. Well, why are you that? Well, we've just always been Democrats. And so there's people sitting in churches. Why are you in church? Well... Mom and them went to church. Granny went to church. We just go to church. Grandpa's name's under the stain one of them stained glass windows right there, or on one of the pews. We just always went to church. We just always went to church. Well, what do you know? I don't know. Let me ask the preacher. Do y'all believe in the Holy Ghost? Well, I don't know. Do y'all believe in healing? Well, I don't know. Let me ask the preacher. They don't know. Amen. Because they're just, just showing up. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we can know. We have not received the spirit that the the world has received, but we've received the spirit that is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. That's in Corinthians. The Holy Ghost will reveal things to us. Amen. And we need revelation of life. There are three that bear witness on the earth, the spirit, the water, and the blood. Now, that's not right in, in the order of my song. My song is blood, fire, and water. And so the blood is the blood of Jesus, the precious blood of Jesus. And the fire is the Holy Ghost because Jesus said, you know, uh, uh, carry here and you receive the Holy Ghost. And, and uh, uh, he's, John the Baptist, uh, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the earth. Uh, I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And fire. Glory to God. We need the fire in this world today. Uh, you know, hell is, in, hell is in high gear. The powers of darkness, you know, they're pressing. They're not playing. And we got the church. We're comfortable. We're comfortable. Amen. But we we don't need to be comfortable. Right. We lose. Yes. We gotta adjust. Yes. We gotta adjust, and that's what I heard Jason say it, and I've, I and I'm sure he heard some uh, wise person say it. But he he told his little league boys. He said, "We don't lose. We learn." Who heard, Who said that? <laughs> we don't lose. We learn. <laughs> and 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 so so that's what I that's what I said, and that's what I told Dylan because. You know, we lost a few games, but we don't lose, we learn. And we, we, when we go back next year, we'll be different. We'll be different because we'll, we'll know what got us. And so uh, what, what you can do, you just get more prepared. Yes. You just get more prepared. We, we, we got guarded by the other teams like we weren't used to being guarded. And I, and I remember when I played, I didn't like it when somebody guarded me like that. And I, was trying, and I was telling me I thought we was doing a good job of guarding people that way, but it's another level than what we're on. Amen. Amen. So, so what do you do? You prepare. Yes. You make adjustments. Yes. You come out stronger. You don't give coach calls a timeout. Come on. Amen. We we have to make adjustments. And 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 uh, the Bible says it's God's will. The Bible says where sin abounds, grace doth much more abound. And God ain't got nobody to use on this planet but us and His people. And that are are people that will yield to Him and and people that believe in all of what the Bible says. We're full gospel. Full gospel. That means we believe it all. Rightly divided. Amen. Some people are satisfied nowadays with just the grace message. with just get born again and then we don't really teach that much at church. We rededicate or, or get saved. And we have altar calls every Sunday and people rededicate or get saved. But then they just go right back through the same old, same old. Because they're not finding out who they are in Christ. Hallelujah. They're not finding out what salvation is, what the blood is, what the blood does. They never hear nothing about the fire. And I believe the water, he's, he's having a glorious church that's made so by the washing of the water by the word. And like, like B said, we have to feed on that word. We have to get an appetite for that word. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So, so we talked about the fire a little bit last week, and uh, we're going to go just a little bit farther. I don't know how long we'll stay on this, as long as the Lord leads, but I believe, I believe God wants us filled with the Holy Ghost Amen. all the time to, to another level. And I said last week, I'm not looking for weirdness. I'm not looking for people jumping up and running. And, 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 you know, necessarily falling out. If that happens, that's fine. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about living the good life, yes. that the Spirit of God is empowering us and guiding us and making us fruitful. You know, I heard it said like this, some people get so heavenly minded they're no earthly good. Right. And that's what happens when we get religious. The devil does not want people to see who Jesus really is and what Jesus is really doing. And so the things that are really effective his strategy is to blind us from it, yeah, right. amen, and move us away from it, amen. But we, we have to stay balanced. Mm-hmm. We have to stay balanced. You know, uh, 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 they always used to say a balanced diet for main food groups. I don't know what they say now because there's so many new fads and everything out and a new pill. Gosh, sometimes I get so tempted to order them pills because, you know, it's on TV or on the Internet. It must be right, right? <laughs> You know, you take this pill and you lose 60 pounds and you don't even have to exercise and you eat what you want to eat. Well, I've fallen for a few of them, not many. Because <laughs> if it looks too good to be true, it probably might be. Yes. Amen. But God's for real. Yes. God's for real. But we, 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 we need to press into the kingdom of God and thank God for the fire of the Holy Ghost. Now, let's look at a scripture About the Holy Ghost, and it's in John chapter 16. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're gonna start in verse 7. Jesus said this, nevertheless, it's red letters, that means Jesus said it. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my father and you will see me no more, of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now that's a mouthful. But he will convict. This is new King James. King James says reprove. Anybody got the King James? It says he will reprove. Uh, that word could be translated announce or even argue or make a point. He will make the points. Amen. So the Amplified says this, same verses, or, 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 when he comes, he will convict and convince the world and bring demonstration to it about sin and about righteousness, uprightness of heart and right standing with God and about judgment, about sin because they do not believe in me, trust in, rely on, and adhere to me. About righteousness, uprightness of heart and right standing with God because I go to my Father and you'll see me no more. And about judgment because the ruler, evil genius, prince of this world, Satan, is judged and condemned and sentence is already passed upon him. So the Holy Ghost has a purpose, and we saw that, you'll receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you'll be my witnesses. Amen. We're witnesses for what God has done, what we've seen God do, what God has done to me. Amen. When you get on the witness stand, you can tell what you saw, what you have observed, what you know. If you're an expert witness, which courts use, then you can testify knowledge of how certain things work pertaining to the evidence. But we'll receive power and we can witness and give testimony of what God has done in us. Amen. Hallelujah. And and, and, and thank God when somebody surrenders to God and yields to God, there's a surrender. See... We have missed it, and it's in my heart. We've got to show people who Jesus really is. He, he is a loving, kind. He is love. His Father was love. He's born of the Spirit and of the water. He is love. Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Hebrews says he was the express image of the Father. And we've got people that, you know, we're just looking to get somebody to make a decision. I was visiting in a hospital. May have been one of my own. It might have been somebody else's, but in the, we didn't have a private room. and It was in the pediatrics. And somebody came in, another little baby, and her mama was over there. And uh, the preacher came. Actually, he was assistant preacher of this one particular church. It's no longer in existence. But it was, it was the thing at one time. It was the thing. And uh, they were talking. And she was talking about, I wish you'd come visit my husband and com- convince him to be baptized. And see, they, they were thinking that, you know, baptism is the deal. The water baptism is the deal. And, you know, that's kind of the letter killeth and the Spirit giveth life. Because before I ever got baptized, something happened in here. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things passed away. And behold, all things are become new. Now... This says when the Holy Ghost comes Jesus said it's needful for me to go away I'm going to go And he it up into heaven He went up into the clouds They saw him After he had been crucified Raised from the dead He took his own blood Put it in the mercy seat in the heavens And then he came back And he was amongst them Peter was out in the lake fishing Remember? And he called to him And Peter jumped in the water Amen And he, he ate fish with them on the beach and he appeared to them several, several times teaching them. He was with them and, and, and then 10 days before Pentecost. So he was with them 40 days. And he told, he told Thomas because Thomas doubted. And he said, you see the, you see the nails in my hands? You want to stick your hand in the wound in my side? And he said, you know, uh, you, you, you have to see this to believe it, but blessed are those who can believe and have not seen. And he said, I got to go away, but when I come, the Holy Ghost is coming. The Holy Ghost is coming. And See, uh, there are three, but they're one. There's the Father, who's God Almighty. There's the Son, and there's the Holy Ghost. Or the Word. The Son is the Word. Didn't Remember John? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And there was nothing that was made that was not made by Him. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The living Word came. And He was the Lamb of God. He paid the perfect price for our sins to be forgiven. He paid the price. He paid it all. Jesus paid it all. Glory to God. Hallelujah, he took his own blood. The devil is defeated. The enemy is defeated if we'll just believe it. He's a liar. And all the the ground he gains with us is through the power of a lie. Not knowing the truth. Hosea said, my people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge. He came and he lived a sinless, perfect life. And then you you remember, now he was the son of God. He was God's seed, but he was a man. And then he came and appears to John the Baptist. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Amen. And he said something about a winnowing floor and a a, a fan in a fire. And he said... I'm not worthy to buckle his shoes, but this is, this is him. And, and he will baptize you. I baptize you with water, but he'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So, you know, John, John uh, Osteen, I love John Osteen. Dr. Dufresne loved John Osteen. John Osteen was preaching in that meeting in the Denver Hilton Hotel. It was John Osteen, Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth Hagen. And he said, The Lord said, You follow him on how to be a pastor. Because he's, he's doing it right. And that Oasis Church, do you, can I tell y'all something? God's not done here, he ain't even got started. John Osteen was a Baptist. And he started getting a little bit stirred about the things of God, and he was a good preacher. I mean, he was, he was entertaining. He went, he went on some mission trips and had great success. And people got him in the right place. And there's crusades with lots of salvations. He come back, started pastoring a Baptist church, and it grew, a couple hundred people. It grew, but he got to reading the Word. Actually, one of his daughters was ill, and he got to seeking God. He got to seeking God. And he saw this healing power in the word of God. And he saw this power. And he saw that where John said, I baptize you with water, but the one coming after me will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And he said, they told me in seminary that I got it all when I got saved. And he said, well, when I got baptized in water, I felt it. But, and they say, I got baptized with fire. He said, but I believe I'd have felt it. He said, that has not happened to me. And him and a few of his board members, a few of them, not all of them, got hungry and got to going. They heard about a guy. They heard about a guy with no eye that could see by the power of God. They went and saw him. They heard about different people walking in miracles. They went to check it out. You know, they was kind of skeptical. They sat back and watched that stuff, but they listened while they were preaching, paid attention to what they were saying, And said, that's Bible. So they got to having little prayer meetings. They got to having little prayer meetings amongst themselves. And they got filled with the Holy Ghost. John Osteen got filled with the Holy Ghost and on fire. And he come out preaching all fired up. And he thought them good Baptist people would just be thrilled. But most of them weren't. And they didn't like it. And he prayed about it. They just built a new church and everything. And he prayed about it. And the Lord said, you know, They don't want what you got. And you need to walk away from this. And they did. But people turned. When they said they got the Holy Ghost, denominational people, their friends have been friends for years. You listen to Joe, he'll tell you. Turned their back on him, ostracized them. His mother, her dearest friends, were afraid of him. Uncomfortable. That Holy Ghost, that Holy Ghost... Well, you need to give up your Bible because it's all through the Bible. It's all about it. It's Jesus. Well, I just want a little dabble, do me. I don't want... Well, that's not the plan. God's merciful and good and we'll have to see on the judgment day. There is a day when all our works are going to be judged. There is a judgment day for Christians. So when the Holy Ghost comes, he will reprove uh, the world of judgment. And it goes on and says, the devil's been judged. See, sometimes when we get Christians and we quit cussing and we quit chewing and we quit drinking and carrying on and being, how many remember the song Baptism of Jesse Taylor? (laughs) They baptized Jesse Taylor in Cedar Creek last Sunday. Jesus gained a soul and Satan lost a good right arm. They all cried hallelujah when Jesse's head went under because this time he went under for the Lord. Amen. Y'all ever heard that? Yes. Amen. And, and, and uh, so, uh, you know, Jesse Taylor, he quit all these vices, and now he's looking at all his old buddies, and I don't cuss, and I don't chew, and I don't run with them that do. And look at y'all, you sinners, don't you know you're going to go to hell? Amen. You know, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. And, and it says he will reprove the world of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. But some way or another, as Christians, we think we got the right. We, we try to be the Holy Ghost. And we just can't do it. We just can't do it. A lot of preachers are trying to be the Holy Ghost, and you just can't do it. I did some until I got delivered. Try to convict people and convince people. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. Hallelujah. But the Holy Ghost, when He has come, he will take what Jesus said. He'll take what of the Father's and show it to you. Reveal things to you. Show you things. So we need this. Jesus has went away. And, he, and when he, once he did his business, he said, Tarry here in Jerusalem till you receive the promise of the Father. Till you're endued with power from on high. Amen. And he went away. Went up and that angel said... Same way you see him going up, he's going to come someday. He is going to come someday. Churches are forgetting that too. They're not getting salvation right. They're not getting. And so we've let salvation come to this little thing. I was in this hospital room. He said, uh, get him back. Can you talk him into getting back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I realized then, you know, and that, that church was a popular thing. It was a popular thing. They'd moved up and got a bigger building. They'd moved up. And the the, the bad thing that happened to that church is about two or three of the preachers ran off with another woman and just killed it. Just killed it. So uh, Keith Moore says, uh, Well, they said that uh, that spirit-filled preacher ran off with his piano player. And Keith Moore said, uh, Well, he wasn't spirit-filled that day. He wasn't spirit-filled that day. Amen. See, we leak. Remember last week, we leak. And if you leak, you get caught up in this and caught up in that. Take your eyes off God. Listen, we're not worshiping a man. We're not worshiping a man. We're worshiping the man I'm talking about. And that, that's your focus. Amen. Hallelujah. And we, we need to understand that. Amen. And he takes away our sins. And he baptizes us with the Holy Ghost and fire. And the Holy Ghost, when he comes, he will convict or convince or reprove the world of sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What we don't understand the Holy Ghost, we have conscience, and the Spirit of God enhances that. Because the Bible says they had their conscience seared with a hot iron. You can override your conscience. But the Holy Ghost, He leads us and guides us. He changes everything. When somebody gets baptized in the Holy Ghost, stuff happens. We just have a, we just have a greater consciousness of God. It's kind of like a four-barrel carburetor. You know, you're going down the road on two, and you need to you know, you get up and go around somebody you put it on down, it's, going, it's gone. Amen, because it's just more power. It's more power. People without the baptism of the Holy Ghost are saved. They're washed in the blood. It's the same spirit. It's just, you know, we're souping it up. And it's, it's God's will. He loves you. Hallelujah. He wants you to ride around with power. He wants you to roll around with power. So uh, we're, we're just so modern and so convenient and, and, and now I know people who got saved at Billy Graham. And I know people get saved at Greg Lowry because, you know, you can have people going through the motions and just going because their mama wants you to go. It don't happen that way. And multitudes go up, and I'm not saying something happens to every one of them, but if any one of them believes in their heart and confesses with their mouth the Lord Jesus, a lot of them believe in their head. Well, it's emotional. They're all at the... Every, everybody, everybody else is going... I'm going. But see, that don't, that, don't, that don't mean a thing. And they can baptize you in water and it still don't mean a thing. But it's in your heart. Yes. You know that you know that you know that you need to surrender this thing to Jesus. I got a preacher friend. I met him. I knew of him. And then at Ronnie Howard Brown's meeting, I met him and had conversations with him. Brother Jerry, he's over in Greene County. He was pastor of a big Baptist church. It's growing, having revival. He got filled with the Holy Ghost and really got to preaching. And, I mean, they had a revival up there, and I think he had 8 or 12 deacons, and about 8 of them got born again. Been deacons for years and got born again because he was preaching the power of the blood with Holy Ghost power and demonstration. And deacons sitting back there, been deacons forever and ever and ever. Got under conviction and come running to the altar and surrender to God. That's a move of God. That, but we, we got to have that kind of salvation because we got churches full of people that don't have that. It was convenient. It was nice. It was decision. A decision's a mental thing. This is a heart thing. Yes. We need the blood applied, yes. we need the power of salvation. Amen. And then that power of salvation makes you hungry. There's an old Baptist preacher, he's in heaven now. And one of his mentors is taking, I mean, one of his. Spiritual sons were one of the guys that were under him that would have a little part in the television. It's called Midnight Hour. I forget the pastor's name, but he was, he was Baptist, and he had a choir, and they'd get up there and sing, and he wanted them to be the most fired up that there could be. And, and he wanted them to praise the Lord and everything. And, and see, they were singing hymns that are, hymns that are parallel. See, hymns are parallel. We're singing to you. We're singing to you, even power in the blood. You know, I'm telling you there's power in the blood. But worship is singing to Him. And that's what we're trying to do. More and more, you know, some songs aren't totally that. But real worship is, you know, uh, thanking the Lord and praising God. Real worship goes from here up to there. Now, good singing can go from here to here. And it can minister. But well, they were singing those songs that were from here to here, and they're trying to lift their hands. And I know, and they're sweet people, and I, and I mean, I watched them so many times. I, I love them, but that preacher, he would get up, and I mean, he was a he was the best Baptist pastor that there ever could be. And they were as well trained, and I admired and respected that man because he's gone, and the guy stepped right up and is doing exactly the same thing, teaching that Bible the best he knew how to do. It wasn't chicken soup for the soul. He was trying. To teach the Word of God. Amen. Amen. So, you know, God will give a Baptist all they'll seek for. Yes. God will give a Methodist all they'll ask for, all they'll believe him for. I've seen, I've read of, I've heard about Baptist preachers, Baptist evangelists who believe God for, for 10 people to be saved every night or 15 people. And I mean, th- that, that's why you get some of these altar calls that go just as I am 27 times. Because they're praying and they're, I ask God for ten souls. And there's only two. Or none. We're going to sing it again. You know, they believe that. They believe that. They believe for that. And it happens. Amen. So you can have ever how much, and and, you know, you can have ever how much you want, but you know, you know there are people who are anointed. There are people who are filled in every denomination, in every group. Amen. Hallelujah, Praise God. And, and, uh, but we want to go all the way with the word. We're not going to judge anybody, and, and I can't save anybody, and, and I didn't die for anybody, so it's not my business to, to try to say whether, you know, they're right or I, I just got the Lord told me, as for me, you rightly divide my word, and then, then I'm covered. I'm covered and you'll be covered. Amen. So he said, the Holy Spirit was reproving the world of sin. And you you know what? When Jesus shed his blood and he went to heaven, he took his own blood and put it in the mercy seat in heaven. Once and for all, paying the price. Amen. So my sins were forgiven 2000 years ago, when that happened. And when I got saved, Tiffany was a baby, and Bethany wasn't born. And Dylan wasn't born. And some of y'all weren't born. But when my sins were forgiven, your sins were forgiven. Bethany's little baby that's not been born yet, little baby boy that's not been born yet, when my sins were forgiven, his sins were forgiven, and he had not been born. My daddy's sins, when his sins were forgiven, mine was forgiven. When Paul Emmett's sins was forgiven, mine was forgiven. All our sins were forgiven 2,000 years ago when he took his blood and put it. Sin was beat. Sin was beaten. Sin was... Re- and we need the Holy Ghost to convince us of this because we want to be religious and say, well, so-and-so sinning. I'm trying to tell you that sin was paid for. I'm not trying to tell you to go ahead and do it. I'm not telling you that. But I'm saying it's paid for. It's paid for. I mean, I counseled married couples that are having trouble, and he wants to tell me all the cuss words she said. She wants to tell me all the cuss words he said. Because listen, you can hurt the one you love, the ones closest. You can hurt them the most. Amen. Hallelujah. And I said, I don't care. Jesus died for it all and what we got to do is get over the past and start believing God right now and let our sins be cast into the sea of forgiveness. Amen and start doing the word of God right now. Amen. Amen. You got to forgive. You can't bring that up every time something happens. Right. Amen. You can't. You can't keep it, you know, like an ace up your sleeve. Whenever something goes wrong and you start fighting, you want to bring up something like that. No, you, you, no, 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 no. If you don't forgive, you can't even enter into forgiveness, Jesus said. That's true. Hallelujah. I got a past, she's got a past. But we're, we're together in Jesus, so we don't have a past. Amen. Amen we got a present in the yes, yes. and a future. Amen. That's what we focus on. That's right. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that's what you got to focus on. Because the blood, blood, fire, and water. The Holy Ghost will show us about the blood. Mm -hmm. Amen. And it's important to believe that. When it says he'll reprove the the world of sin, that means we need to have a conviction. We need to be convinced that Jesus paid for my sins. Amen. And I can go boldly before the throne of grace because of what he's done. See, they're, they're, I'm telling you, there's Christians that are guilty. I, I've, I've had people want to give me an offering when they've messed up. And I don't know where they got that, you know, a sin offering or something. No, it don't work that way. Just humble yourself and ask Him Amen. Yes. to help you. Amen. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth Lord Jesus. The Bible says if, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We need to be convinced of that. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Only the blood can clean, can clean you. You can't get good enough. Right. You can't all of a sudden become good enough for God to use you. He's. I'm working on this. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying, Pastor. I'm really trying. You need to quit that trying and get convinced that sin is beaten, that sin is destroyed, that sin no longer has any power over you. Paul said you need to reckon yourselves dead to sin. You need to be convinced of that. Sin hath no dominion over us. Amen. 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 And you'll overcome everything. That's when you right. honor him and get, get things right, the stuff has to fall by the wayside. Right. But as long as you give it life and give it power, that's what he's talking about. That's what he's talking about. We need to be convinced that he's the answer to sin. You'll become such a better soul winner yes. if you don't have to be worried about, well, I, I am try to lead them to the Lord, but I'm afraid they won't quit drinking. You know, they drink a fifth a day. I'm afraid, to, I'm afraid to lead them to the Lord. I'm afraid they'll let me down and embarrass me. Bring them up in there in the church and get them baptized and everything, and then they get drunk again. I'm afraid of that. Amen. No, uh, the, the power of the blood is the only thing that's going to fix that. Not ten steps. One step. Amen. Or one, one bow, one kneel. I fell on my knees and cried holy because he is. And that blood makes you holy. That blood makes me. There is no good thing in me or in you. But when the blood has been, and listen to me, 35 years into this thing, I'm finally getting convinced. I'm finally getting convinced of sin. Hallelujah! 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 Somebody said about Beth, you know, the preacher wouldn't say whether she went to heaven or hell. The Bible said no man can pluck us out of his hands. That's right. Hallelujah. And I'm not telling you to do that. But she was sick. She was sick. Just like if you got a liver disease, you're sick. I remember when I was, when I was so full of myself and so full of religion and self-righteousness. Trying to convince and convict people. Brother Hagin said in his book talking about his mother. Well, she had three or four kids and, and, and her husband just dumped on her. He was a womanizer. And he just left her and dumped her cold. And she had to go humble herself and go back to her parents. And they, they told her not to marry him, But she defied him. She's going to marry him anyway. And four or five years down the road, five or six kids down the road, he took off and dumped her dumped them cold, and it broke her. It broke her every way she could be broken, and, and, and she'd been in the mental hospital, had breakdowns, and, and they didn't know how to treat that stuff like they did now, and there was times in her life where they couldn't, they, they couldn't let her get in the kitchen because there's butcher knives in the kitchen, and every time she did, she'd get a knife and try to cut herself because she was so tormented, so sick in her head that she didn't want to live. And somebody said, Brother Hagen, well, she'd have went to hell, wouldn't she? And he said, Why, no? He see, you don't go to hell if you got a sick liver and you die of cancer. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So if you're sick in your head, it's the same thing. She wasn't in her right mind. She wasn't thinking. She wasn't led by the Spirit at all. She was tormented in her soulless realm. And then you get medicated and that's even weaker. The devil can suggest anything to you. Hallelujah. I'll stand on the blood of Jesus. And that sin, thou shall not kill. We got these people, they loving on the Ten Commandments. Don't do this, don't do that. Jesus said, you're going to keep one of them, you better keep them all. And you can't do that. Every one of us that came more than a quarter of a mile sinned. When the Spirit comes, He's going to convince us of sin. The sin... That he's talking about is the sin of not believing in Jesus. That's the only sin that will take people to hell. Not trusting him. Trying to trust something else. And Christians do that more than the world does. We try to trust something besides trusting him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I get a good amen? Well, you're saying people will do anything. No, I'm not. I'm not done. We ain't got done with righteousness and judgment, and we ain't even really started on the blood. So I am not saying you can go do anything you want to do and live any way you want to live. If you got the Holy Ghost, you won't, because He leads us and He guides us, and He draws boundaries, and He said, do this and don't do that. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Praise God. Commit your ways unto the Lord, and, uh, you know, and He'll direct you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. You can't, you can't be a carnal bucket. You can't be a big carnal bucket and, and uh, you know, say you're spiritual. You can't live after the flesh. We've got to live after the spirit. We're going to talk about that and define it more. I want you to understand. I'm, I'm kind of out of time. I want you to understand. I want you to understand the conviction that this is talking about. Uh, one more thing. Well, Brother Randy... Now, uh, he said, uh, they say, the scripture says, I'll quote the scripture to you. It says, you say that we cast out devils in your name, and you say that we've done many mighty works in your name. But I say, departing from me, you workers of iniquity. And the key for, see, I studied this. I was meditating on this. I said, there's something here. Because surely somebody that's casting out devils is tuned in. We cast out devils by the name of Jesus. But this is it. It says, they say they do. They say they do. They say they do. Hallelujah. They say they do. People say a lot. We've done many mighty works in your name. We got baptized and we did this and we done that. And he said, I never knew you. I never knew you. He knew Beth. you not perfect, I need the perfect people to come up here and help me take over. I'll sit down because I'm not perfect. I'm not. Oh, Brother Randy, how could you say anything like that? I got the blood. Yes. I got the blood on me. Amen. I'm convinced of sin. I give it to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Bow your heads. Father, we come boldly before your throne this morning. We give you praise. Lord, it is our desire to show who you really are, to know who you really are. And Lord, we yield to the Holy Ghost. We yield to the Holy Ghost right now. Lord, have your way in this place. Convince us of sin. Convince us that you're the answer. That you're the answer. We trust in you.